You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades, an aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. I know karate, I know jiu-jitsu, I drive like a gay, so when I'm coming to see you, see you. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. A new year means it's time for a new home network that can keep up. With Cox Internet, you have the speed and coverage your family needs to stay connected. You'll enjoy Cox's fiber-based hybrid network with options for fast upload and download speeds. And if your household has lots of connected devices, panoramic Wi-Fi may be the perfect fit thanks to its additional control features. Plus, with advanced security on panoramic Wi-Fi, you'll know each connected device is securely protected 24-7. A whole world of connectivity is yours with Cox Internet. Learn more at Cox.com. The following program may contain coarse language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised, and you may or may not hear G talking about his abs. God, I hope not. It's time now for the Conservative Curmudgeon Radio Show. Now, here's Grouchy. 
my technical issues. Bear with you for just a moment. in the intro there but uh yeah it's not closing time not by a long shot we just getting started uh, i hope that you were tuned in last hour to listen to rowdy rick with america off the rails kicking the night off for us uh i'm gonna do my best to keep you entertained over the next you know 50-ish minutes or so and uh then after that i think there's a red wine tonight uh, and I don't know if there's anything after red wine, so. There's a Rick and Orty after. There's a Rick and Orty after. I don't see these things, so I don't know to announce them, so. You know, they're that casual about it. They they just think you're going to show up, so they don't advertise their show. Divas. <laughs> I, have a mute, I have a mute button, sir. You have a mute button and you're not afraid to use it? Pretty much. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I, I'll just go home. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was going to say, you're working from home right now, sir. So. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes, I am. Te- technically, you could come out of the closet, though. Oh. Oh. Because you know about my little closet office. Okay. I get it. I get it. That's good. That's good. Why are you homophobic? Oh, I'm not. You do you, brother. Just don't do me. Uh, well, that's fair enough. That's the way I feel about it, too. Uh, okay. Well, it's been a few weeks. Um, you know, the news cycle sucks, but we're going we're gonna to scrub one out here, and uh, we're going to get a show in the, in the archives and add to it. Um, Rick, you know... I I noticed something while I've been off the last few weeks, and I was going to bring it up to you before, and I forgot about it um, last month. You know, not that we're so far into March, but um, do you realize, brother, that me and you have been doing this for 10 years now together? Yes, sir, I do, because I am about to hit the f- – actually, I think I did just hit the 15-year mark, because I was doing this about five years yeah. before you. yeah. Yeah, 10 freaking years. 10 freaking years. Wow. And and you know what that means? That means that I lost count a long time ago, but I've got to have more than 400 episodes of this show logged now. Uh well, actually for a while we didn't have unlimited storage, so your count's off cuz I had to go in and clear a bunch out, but now that we have unlimited storage, I think you're probably sitting pretty close to 300 by now. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, let's go all the way back to the old days when it was under a different moniker and all that. And I mean, you you know, I mean, got to have at least 400. Well, you figure you've done it pretty, pretty faithfully. So you figure roughly 50 shows a year. I was going to count 40 shows a year and just say 400 over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, probably pretty close. And, I mean, I've probably done more than 40 in most years, so. 
Yeah, you know, oh. you're, you're one of the old workhorses around here like me. <laughs> pretty pretty darn mediocre. Okay. Uh. I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I just think it's, I just think it's funny that I that you're like I can't believe you're twisting my arm to do this show and you did one and you're like damn it I'm hooked. You know I, I you know I I still like it. I do. I, I do. I still like it. I just hmm, yeah. It's therapy. It, and honestly, it, it is. It's it's cathartic. It is. I, I I will say that it is very cathartic. You put the work in, and you seem to have a little more vested into, you know, what's going on. You know, when you're doing the homework and putting the show together and all that good stuff. So, I uh, you know, well, it's it, a good it, thing. I mean, there's a lot worse things I could be doing with my time. So, I mean, well, it, you know, it, it's it's not only that. You start peeling back the layers of the onion, and you realize that you know you, we've been being lied to for a very very long time, and nobody's really talking about that until you start looking into it. And you're like, holy crap, that's that's actually what I did for an hour was barely scratch the surface of how long we've been being lied to about the January sixth stuff, because now all the oh, footage yeah. is coming out and everybody's having a cow. And I'm just, it, yeah. and again, you know, I'm, I'm heavily invested in this. I mean, honestly, it, it takes money to keep this running. But honestly, this is cheaper than therapy still. So. Yes. And, and so, it's cheaper than drinking and drugs and whores. So, I mean. Well, I don't, damn, I never thought I about that. I said cheaper. I didn't say better. I never thought I never thought about that last part. That would take care of a few things. Just saying. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, see a massage therapist for the tension problems. <laughs> You'll get better benefits from it in the long run. Oh, great. Now you have me having flashbacks of when Angie found out what the happy, happy ending meant in modern parlance, and you could feel, oh, you could feel her turning red inside Twitter. <laughs> I need to track her down and talk to her. I hope she's doing well. I actually saw a tweet from her not too long ago, so I know she's still kicking. She's just not as active as she used to be. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand. You know, she's she's probably still living in her bubble boy suit. God bless her. But anyway, love me some Angie. All right, kids. Well, um, you know, lots of gorillas going on right now. You know, you got the you got the J six video stuff being released, and boy, is is Kinzinger and Schiff. Um, you know, they're they're really working hard to try to circle the wagons up. Um, they just they can't stand the fact that you're going to get to see what actually happened. They can't stand that fact. They can't stand that they're not controlling the narrative. They can't stand that you're not in the dark. Why? Schiff intends to run for the Senate seat that Feinstein is giving up when her term expires in 24. And she will be 90 or 91 years old when that happens. I don't know where her birthday falls. So I, I'm, I know she's 89 now. So whatever. Anyway, um, but there's a, there's another thing that's been going on for a little while. Um, you might have heard about Russia having invaded Ukraine. Um, there's been a lot of talk lately about how much the U.S. has been giving to Ukraine and how much more we should or shouldn't give them, and yada, yada, yada. But um, if, you, if you really want to get upset, 
what would you say if I told you that we're helping Russia finance the war that we're funding Ukraine to defend against? I mean, uh, I would say that we're basically the world's arms dealers, so that doesn't surprise me. Uh, not necessarily with arms, but with money. Same money, gen- money, money. Same because general principle, this, though. Well, this January, 11 months after Russia invaded Ukraine, the United States bought $508 million in Russian imports. Now, $508 million, that's not a big, big number, but that's in January. That's just January. Half a billion dollars. After Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, the United States imposed trade restrictions on Russia. Uh, In April of 2022, the Congressional Research Service reports that Congress passed legislation prohibiting the import of Russian oil and other energy products. In 2021, approximately 8% of U.S. imports of fossil fuels came from Russia. Uh, This administration has further provided broad discretion to executive branch agencies to prohibit additional U.S. exports and imports from Russia. And while importing $508 million in goods in January, we exported 44,600,000 to Russia in the same same month. So the result is a bilateral trade deficit of $464 million in the month of January alone. Now, that's significantly less than the January 2022 trade deficit with Russia when the United States imported $1.959 billion in goods from Russia and exported $396 million uh, for, a, for a trade deficit of $1.562 billion just in that January of 2022. So uh, in, in the calendar year 2022, the United States ran a trade deficit of $12.742 billion with Russia. Now, this is while their invasion of Ukraine is going on, we're still pumping billions of dollars into Russia. Billions. What do you think they're doing with that money? Do you think that they're just sitting on that money because they know we don't like them invading Ukraine? Or are they buying weapons from China and maybe Iran, Iraq, somewhere somewhere like that? Um, you know, just spitballing here. Um, while we're just pumping money into them as a country. How can we in good faith say that we as a government stand with Ukraine while we're funding Russia. So, uh, 
In 2021, Biden's first year in office, the United States ran a trade deficit with Russia that was $23.247 billion. So we have come down, but I mean, really, how, how can they seriously tell you with a straight face that they're condemning Russia and their aggression against Ukraine and Ukrainian people, yada, yada, yada. All the while, we're still conducting trade with them and doing so in a vast deficit manner uh, that bolsters Russia. It's sickening. It's sickening to, to, to have them preach at you about how we have to keep giving Ukraine money all the while they're still giving Russia money. I, you know, just one of those things where I shook my head and I was like, you know, I bet people don't even know about this. So I had to share it. Just had to. One of those things. Uh, closer to home. Dun, dun, dun. The, the man that has... <laughs> probably become one of the most hated people in Washington or would be one of the most hated people in Washington if it weren't for this administration and its cabinet. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin is, uh, again, taking the ire of his own party, uh, saying that he will not vote for uh, Biden's selectee, Daniel Werfel, for the Internal Revenue Service Commissioner job. Uh, that's, that's who Biden wants to approve or, or have approved by a Senate committee. Uh, Manchin, who has often blocked Biden's legislative priorities, uh, said he was opposing Werfel on the basis of the Biden administration's implementation of the Inflation Reduction Act, a sprawling tax and climate bill uh, that Manchin was key in passing. Uh, at every turn, this administration has ignored congressional intent when implementing the Inflation Reduction Act, Manchin said. Uh, he said, while Werfel is supremely qualified to serve as the IRS commissioner, I have zero faith that he will be given the autonomy to perform the job in accordance with the law, and for that reason, I cannot support his nomination. Well, here's here's a different aspect on this, okay? So he says Werfel is supremely qualified, but that he won't be given the autonomy to perform the job in accordance with the law. So if the administration is hindering the commissioner from performing his job in accordance with the law, what does that fall under? I know you had to go back a few weeks to my last show, but... Um, we, we briefly talked about, Rand Paul brought this up. Uh, it falls under this thing called oversight. And Rand Paul summed it up when he said that the United States government uh, is terrible at performing oversight. So, you know, why, why not um, attack it from that? vantage point. If you think he's qualified, vote for the man. Okay. I don't necessarily believe that he's supremely qualified, but you know, that's here nor there. Um, if, if you think he's qualified, vote for the man. Okay. Because it doesn't matter 
who gets the job if you think that the problem is with uh, the administration not giving them the autonomy to do the job correctly, then the problem's with the administration. It's not with the individual. Now, Manchin's vote in this is, is very important, uh, as the Democrats currently control the Senate by a thin 51-49 majority, uh, including three independents uh, who caucus with them. Uh, two Democrats, Senators John Fetterman and Dianne Feinstein, are currently out with medical issues. Uh, that means that they do not have the votes to swing unless somebody jumps the aisle. Uh, the White House did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Werfel received bipartisan support in a Senate committee vote advancing his nomination last week. Now, the the committee is one thing that doesn't necessarily mean that the Republicans in there are going to vote for him. Uh, but Manchin this week helps uh, scuttle Biden's pick for a, a key fifth seat on the FCC, by signaling his opposition to nominee Gigi Sohn, who withdrew on Tuesday. Uh, Manchin's West Virginia is a former Democrat stronghold state that has trended Republican in recent decades. Uh, he has not yet said if he will run for re-election in 2024, but would likely face a tough battle to retain his seat. So we got that going on. Uh, Manchin and Biden uh, at each other again, uh, needling away, I guess. Nothing nothing overt and in the press and in your face, but uh, fun, to, fun to watch the uh, you, you burn me, I burn you type thing between the two of them. Um, there's, there's a lot going on there to unpack, and... Uh, Manchin, you know, it was it was thought Manchin might switch parties or go independent, but he has not done that yet. Uh, I, I think that if Manchin went Republican and ran as maybe a moderate Republican in West Virginia, I think he'd probably do a little better, but he's going to have to stand up and show that that's exactly where his intentions are. But I don't know. I just think it's funny. Manchin, um, I don't even know how old he is, but uh, the last picture I saw of him, he had to be at least in his upper 60s, if not 70s. Uh, so, you know, age is another concern. He's He's got to ride this term out and then see where he is and if he's actually going to run again at all. So, yeah. Anyway, um do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you guys remember uh, way back, I don't know how long it's been, what, like a year, year and a half ago, something like that? Uh, we had the the thing going on where I brought the story up uh, about the, the stuff going on in Cuba with the sound weapons and how the, the, the American uh, embassy workers down there were getting sick. And, and they said, you know, now they're saying it doesn't exist. It, it's not a weapon of any kind because nobody has that technology. Just, just strange that out of the blue, this report was released over the last week. And it was just like, you know, we don't care how many people got sick, even though it was more than just Americans. Uh, it was mostly Americans, but, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that nobody has the, the kind of technology to make a weapon like that. Um, that news for you. If, if you believe the intelligence community, which is who was doing the investigation, saying that nobody has an ultrasonic uh, weapon that can throw off your equilibrium, your hearing, make you nauseated, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, guess what? <laughs> You're the sucker. Because uh, that technology's existed for at least a decade. Probably longer, maybe not focused in that area, but, you know, something like that anyway. Uh, that was just a quick update. I had to fill a minute or two here so I could tell Rick we're going to hit the bottom of the hour break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, some, some Afghanistan and... And maybe uh, maybe we'll talk about some civil rights and Garland with Louisville and the police department and all that good stuff. So uh, do yourself a favor. Don't run off. Uh, get your drink refilled. Stretch your legs. Crack your knees, your back, whatever it is you got to do. And uh, we're going to be back in about four minutes and we'll uh, we'll head into the second half of the show. Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up!
Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are going to ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Today, this breakfast isn't just breakfast. It might be the first McDonald's breakfast you're having at McDonald's again. This lunch might be a weekly tradition you hadn't had in weeks. And this dinner might be the first one you bought for not just you in a while. Whatever this order is for you, McDonald's will be here to take it. Get more of the chicken you love with a delicious McChicken sandwich for $1. And for an extra buck, add a refreshing Dr. Pepper. Dining rooms are starting to reopen in certain communities. At participating McDonald's, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. I swear I could just sit and listen to it, but then you wouldn't get to hear me. Oh, yeah, right? Play the music, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, you bastard. <laughs> I resemble that remark, sir. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, hey, just a programming reminder. Um, Red Wine coming up top of the hour, followed by Rick and Ordy. Uh, for your nightcap, and uh, you know we uh, we we got things to cover still, so let's press on. Um, a UN envoy in Afghanistan warned on Wednesday. We have an envoy in Afghanistan. Think about that, okay? Uh, that a Taliban administration crackdown on women's rights. Uh, is likely to lead to a drop in aid and development funding in the country. So now, stop right there. Stop right there. Even after the Taliban has taken over Afghanistan, we're still giving them aid and development funding. What the fuck? I mean, 
women are now living in fear. They're being eliminated from public life. Um, you know, they're, they're being stoned to death again. Um, the United States or United Nations, excuse me, uh, might as well be the same thing with Biden in office, has made its single largest country aid appeal ever, asking for $4.6 billion in 2023 to deliver help in Afghanistan, uh, where two-thirds of the population, some 28 million people, need it to survive, according to the U.N., now, let me ask a serious question here, if I may. Um, if, if the four nations that can probably afford to pony up this $4.6 billion package were to all chip in and put in, you know, what, $1.15 billion apiece, and gave this money to the UN uh, under the guise of helping people in Afghanistan. They put this money on the ground in Afghanistan. How long do you think it's going to take before the Taliban seizes the water and the food and the materials for structure building and the vehicles for transporting it? And, you know, the Taliban doesn't care. If, if they get money or not. The Taliban doesn't care. They are perfectly fine to live in thatch huts with no electricity and, you know, kill a goat and cook dinner. They don't care. And they're tougher, they're, they're tough bastards that way. And if you don't think so, Ask Russia why they couldn't beat them. We couldn't beat them either. Well, we could have, and Russia could have, but nobody wanted to do what it took to beat them. Because it would be ugly. They're tough. They don't care what the rest of the world thinks about them. They don't care if the rest of the world is giving them money. They are going to live the way they want to live, and they are going to force it among, um, amongst the people. They're going, to live, they're going to force the people to live that Sharia lifestyle. Um, they say that providing the assistance uh, had been put at risk by Taliban administration bans on women attending high school and university, visiting parks, and working for aid groups. Uh, women are also not allowed to leave their home without a male relative and must cover their faces. So um, funding for Afghanistan is likely to drop if women were not allowed to work, Otunbeyeva said. Uh, and Rosa Otanbaeva is the uh, envoy, I'm guessing. Uh, shoddy notes, Seymour. Uh, I won't penalize you since we've been off for a few weeks, but yeah, shoddy, shoddy notes. Um, but the assistance has been put at risk by these bans. 
Uh, funding for Afghanistan is likely to drop if they're not allowed, if women are not allowed to work. If the amount of assistance is reduced, then the amount of U.S. dollar cash shipments required to support that assistance will also decline. So why are we supporting this? Why are we as a country putting up with this? I I just told somebody today, I blame us, the electorate, because we keep sending the same dipshits to Washington, D.C. over and over and over and over. And if we're not sending the same dipshits, we're sending different dipshits, like the two senators from my state. I have no use for either one of them. No use for either one of them. At least with with the damn football coach, at least he asks some questions. I think the other one's still trying to just learn how to get along and go along and, and hope that that something good comes her way. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm not holding out some hope for her. I just, I think she's a hypocrite who preyed on people and their religious beliefs in order to get their votes. So again, you know, both of them are in their first term and hopefully their last Uh, unless I see something special from them. The problem is, is that they're both money machines. Now, one of them is deeply entrenched uh, in the money machine in that she used to be Senator Richard Shelby's chief of staff. So she is in all the swamp that Shelby was, you know, for what, 40 years. And then the other one, he was a big money machine going in because he was uh, an NCAA football coach of some notoriety. So he had money and he got big money behind him. And, you know, I mean, how do you how do you beat the money machine? It's gotten it's gotten to the point where the average person can't run for office anymore. You know, even look. Not this pastime not this past election, but the one before, two years prior. Um, the, the congressional seat, Alabama District 1 congressional seat, this is the district I fall into. Um, there was, between the candidates, through the primary and then through the general, there was a billion dollars spent for Alabama District 1 congressional seat. A billion dollars. Now, five of the Republican candidates dropped out before the the first, you know, the primary was just between two. So there were seven to start with. Only two made it to the actual primary. But they spent a billion dollars for this congressional seat. How does the average person even try? Anyway, getting way off. That's a whole nother story.
see uh, your two senators. Yeah, both idiots. You are correct, sir. They are. <laughs> mm. And we have, uh, yeah, well, no, let's get back to the story. Anyway, uh, she said discussions about providing more development style help for things like small infrastructure projects or policies to combat effects of climate change had halted over the bans. Well, yeah, again, because they don't care about climate change. And and by the way, I read a nice big article today that I didn't have um, that I didn't have time to to parlay into tonight's show, but um, it was all these quote unquote climate scientists that have uh, that have said that um, it doesn't matter how much money the U.S. spends uh, on on climate programs that until China gets on board, nothing's going to make a difference on the globe. So, you know, we've been, we've been screaming it for years about China and how they're not complying and they don't care. And they just say what you want to hear. And then they go back and do what they want to do. Um, but that's, you know, right there. They said Biden's 10 year plan is meaningless and all the money will be wasted if China doesn't get on board. So we're, we're there. 10% for the big guy. Chat room's lit right now. Uh, the Taliban administration, which seized power uh, the day after the United States left and actually had, had begun doing it on local levels in, in towns around Afghanistan before the United States pulled out, uh, under the disastrous guidance of Joe Biden. Um, seized power in August of 2021 uh, with as U.S. forces withdrew from Afghanistan after 20 years of war. Is that right, 20 years? We were there for 20 years? Russia was only there for 10. Oh, well. And do the math. Uh, 2001 to 2021, yeah. God, just does not seem right. Yeah, yeah, no amount of taxes is going to clean the air. But a certain Chat. amount of taxes can line all the right pockets. Oh, yeah, yeah, just like they ba remember back when Obama launched his green energy initiative and how many billions of dollars he spent to these companies that suddenly went bankrupt and disappeared with the money. <laughs> there you go. 10% for the big man. Anyway, uh, they systematically deprive women and girls of their fundamental human rights, uh, said UAE UN Ambassador Lana Nusbia. Uh These decisions have nothing to do with Islam or Afghan culture and risk further entrenching the country's international isolation. And again, I tell you, the Taliban does not care. It is a shingles virus, folks. It doesn't care. Shingles don't care. Taliban don't care. Uh, Otan Bayeva said that while some Afghan women initially said they welcomed the Taliban coming to power because it ended the war, uh, they quickly began to lose hope. 
They say their elimination from public life is no better than fearing violent death. Uh, Afghan under the Taliban, Afghanistan under the Taliban remains the most repressive country in the world regarding women's rights. It is difficult to understand how any government worthy of the name can govern against the needs of half its population. So if you remember back when the U.S. removed the last of the troops from Afghanistan, again, Biden's disastrous uh, Afghanistan withdrawal, which is actually under review by Congress right now, um, Finally, somebody's looking into this and, and taking depositions and yada, yada, yada. But um, there's this guy that uh, they have. I, I, I forget exactly what his title is, but this moron, uh, as part of the administration, his name is John Kirby. And if you've ever seen the movie Hoodwinked, Anybody remember that? Uh, that was like the uh, the animated movie with all the fairy tale characters, and there was the little squirrel that was that oh everybody always thought was on caffeine and or cocaine or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, uh, Kirby looks like the squirrel, but he acts like a sloth. The dude's just. He's he's completely out of it. And uh, he's the one that was all over TV when we pulled out of Afghanistan saying, we'll be watching Afghanistan and there will be consequences. There's no damn consequences. What can you do to people who don't care of any consequence? What can you do of any consequence to somebody that doesn't care? We're going to take your money away. Okay. We're not going to send over food and water. Okay. We're not going to send over clothing or, or stuff to build houses. Okay. They don't care. They want to be left alone to live the way they want to live. But they the, here's the problem. And, and I don't have a problem with them living how they want to live. It's when they start forcing it on people that don't want to live that way that the problem comes in. So, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Okay, so um, back closer to home. Louisville, Kentucky Police Department, whose officers fatally shot Breonna Taylor in 2020, uh, routinely discriminates against black residents, uses excessive force, and conducts illegal searches, according to the U.S. Department of Justice today. The department's findings come after two years of U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland launched a civil rights probe into the police department and the Louisville-Jefferson County government to evaluate whether police routinely use unreasonable force and conduct unconstitutional searches. And I want you to listen carefully to all this, okay? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a bomb in here in a minute. Uh, at a news conference, Garland said that the department had reached a consent decree with the Louisville police 
which will only require the use of an independent monitor to oversee policing reforms. This conduct is unacceptable. It is heartbreaking. It erodes the community trust necessary for effective policing, Garland said, and it is an affront to the people of Louisville who deserve better. Now, here's where I'm going to drop the bomb. The let's let's skip over the the uh, Brianna Taylor because yeah okay I get it I get what they're saying with that but um oh, who was the other guy uh, in that just happened in in uh, Louisville um, but anyway oh no no that was that was uh, Nashville I'm sorry okay sorry this is Louisville jeez anyway okay. So I can't drop a bomb because I just I just screwed up. So um, excuse me. <laughs> no bomb to drop. <laughs> you were supposed to, you were supposed to drop a bomb, and instead you dropped it. Well, oops. yeah. See, because I forgot I got my towns mixed up. The uh, the the five cops, the five black cops that killed the kid in Nashville, uh, were were all hired uh, under the uh, guise of police reform when they lowered the standard for what they hired as police officers under the defund the police and BLM and all that crap. Uh, though all five of them were basically quote unquote diversity hires and look what you got for it. So anyway, uh, that's the one thing that nobody really harps on about that case. But uh, I, Memphis, thank you, Al. Al's in the chat room setting me straight. You know, I like him. I really do. Smart fella. You guys should be listening to his show on Sunday nights, by the way. Um, yeah, right here on KLRN Radio. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Uh at the news conference, Garland said the department had, uh, we, we read that already. Uh, Garland said some Louisville police officers had demonstrated disrespect to the people they are sworn to protect uh, with some people, with some insulting people with disabilities and describing black people as monkeys. Um, yeah, I mean, no one deserves to be called names like that unless you earn it. Um, I don't think anybody was running around with bananas, but <laughs> uh, Taylor was a 26 year old emergency medical technician, uh, was asleep in bed with her boyfriend on March 13th of 2020 when Louisville police executing a no knock warrant burst into her apartment. Her boyfriend fired at them, allegedly believing they were intruders and police returned fire shooting Taylor. Uh, the killing of Taylor along with other killings in 2020 uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis and Ahmad Arbery in Georgia, among other. Now, okay, let's stop with. There's no equating the Arbery case because those were some assholes that killed that kid. Straight up assholes. They were not cops. They had no authority. Um. You know, George Floyd, you know, let's let's never mind the fact that he resisted. Let's never mind the fact that he was, 
a repeat offender. Let's never mind the fact that he was breaking the law. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and let's, oh yeah, and let's have seven different funerals for George Floyd too during the middle of COVID when people were supposed to be quarantined. Yeah. Because that's more important. Just like the BLM protests were, were more important than COVID. So, uh, DOJ opened investigations into Taylor and Floyd in 2021. Uh, no, uh, they, they called it a pattern or practice probe uh, into the police departments in Louisville and Minneapolis to determine if they engaged in systemic abuses. They love that word, systemic. Uh, the results of the Minneapolis review are not done yet. Uh, the 2022 former Louisville detective Kelly Goodlett pleaded guilty to federal criminal charges that she helped falsify the search warrant that led to Taylor's death. Now, we don't get to do everything we want to do. So how do we end the show? We always end the show. You know how we end the show. We end the show on a positive note. G's happy ending. Trademark patent pending. G's happy ending. Absolutely. Guaranteed guaranteed or your money back a mother who was told that her one pound 11 ounce baby would not survive after arriving three months early now says he's defied the odds and is thriving Sanaya poindexter was 19 when she discovered she was pregnant she was having a normal pregnancy until 26 weeks in when Sanaya came home from college with a stomach ache and a sky-high temperature. Sanaya was in active labor, and her baby would arrive 14 weeks early. I did everything I could in my pregnancy to be healthy. I cried about it a lot when I was warned that he would not survive. They told me I would be lucky if he came home. Born micro-preemie, Caden weighed just one pound, 11 ounces, and was kept in the NICU ward for 65 days. Uh, but he's now been discharged from a Michigan hospital weighing four pounds, eight ounces, and his mom says he's thriving at home. He's defied the odds. He's doing great, despite being told differently, said Sanaya, who studies business management at Grand Rapids Community College. Bringing him home was the happiest day of my life, and he is now a very feisty four-month-old. Uh, though technically he is one-month-old, he is making noises and knows how to roll over. Uh, he is always looking for me, which shows he is a really advanced baby, Sanaya said to the news service. I knew he was going to be special. Now, friends, that's some good news right there. And that is a happy ending. Ta-da! See what I did? Anyway, hey, look, that's the show. Really, that's it. That's it. Uh, if you like it, tell your friends. If your friends like it, you need new ones. But they and you are welcome right here with me on Wednesday nights on KLRN Radio, America's podcast network, home of the conservative curmudgeon show. I'm your host, The Grouch. Peace.
Nation's place. Nice here. Medications don't work. I've been here for seven years.